You're listening to the Easy Ideal Client Mastery for Wedding Professionals podcast with Rachel Jordan, where you get the encouragement you need to take your business and your mindset to the next level. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master the art of knowing your ideal client and creating an incredible client experience, quickly allowing you to charge more for your services, win your time back, conquer imposter syndrome, and work with clients you love. I'm your host, Rachel Jordan. Thanks so much for being here with me today. So who's excited to talk about mindset today? Mindset is something that I have been diving deep into in the last few years, especially like every now and then I'll take a break from like really thinking about it and working on it. Um, But it's something that I know is super, super important to always just be um, aware of. That is something that significantly impacts uh, your life. It's just how you think about things. Mindset determines your altitude. It determines so many things. Um, And for me, mindset was one of like the really big key things that changed my life. Um, And so if you're feeling stuck in something right now, your mindset about it is the first thing to address. And, And I'm speaking from experience, like this happened to me. I really believe that the things, the simple things that I did to tweak in my mindset um, impacted my life dramatically and really caused my business to skyrocket in a short amount of time. Um, and I know, I've heard other people say that. And when I hear other people say, say that, like my first reaction is like, oh, well, that sounds weird, you know? <laughs> um, but then it happened to me and uh, it wasn't weird. So, um, hey guys, I'm not weird. Um, I am like the most practical down to earth person that you will ever meet. I'm super like practical action oriented. And so like when I first started getting into this mindset stuff, it felt a little weird. And I was like, Ooh, I'm not sure if I like this. Um, <clears throat> but sure enough, as soon as I started getting into it, things started really changing for me. So when I talk about mindset stuff, I'm talking about really, really practical um, ways that you can apply a different mindset to your life. Um, things that maybe you don't even know that you think um, that you can think differently about. And that's the really encouraging thing to me out of all of this is you can change what you think. Like, you don't have to think the same things. Things that you think are true right now, they may not be true. And that is good. That is okay. And it's such an encouragement to me to know that, uh, you know, things that I didn't even know I think had such a huge impact on my life. But, hey, all I have to do is change that. And I'm on a completely different uh, path. I'm on a much more solid path and I feel so much better. I feel so much more aligned. Alrighty, so I just want to tell you a little bit about my story with mindset and I want to know if you relate to some of these things. So when I was a makeup artist and I was, um, yeah, I was getting clients. I was, I was doing the work. I was hustling. Um, I was doing makeup for weddings. I knew I wanted to specialize in weddings and um, I, I was not really having like a ton of problems necessarily with my business. Um, I was enjoying it. I was learning, I was up leveling, but there was always this question of, 
how do I get to the next level? Like this, where I'm at doesn't feel finished. It doesn't feel like the type of clients I'm getting like really, really appreciate me. Like they were fine. They were okay clients. Um, you know, I was getting clients, but you know, I would, I would kind of see that there, I was just seeing that there was more, you know, and I, I was like, Mm, I don't I don't think that I can really raise my rates to where I wanted to be at you know so I was charging you know a few hundred dollars uh, per wedding at the time that was a lot of money to me and I I was like there is no way there is no way somebody would pay a few thousand dollars for their makeup to be done by me like there's no way um, and spoiler alert I was wrong about that. <laughs> um, but at the time, you know, I thought that, um, you know, I lived in too small of a market. I didn't, I didn't know how to talk to luxury clients. That was something I told myself. Um, I believed that my market was too small to charge what I wanted to charge. And I also just didn't believe I was good enough. Like I believed that I would need to spend a lot of money taking a lot of big classes and workshops and maybe in like five to 10 years, I could charge what I wanted to charge. Um, and you know, maybe by then I would have luxury clients and work in luxury weddings. Um, you know, I believed that I had to work my way up from the bottom and that it was going to take a long time and that I needed to have these kind of undefinable, um, qualities in my artistry. You know, it's like, I knew I needed to be better, but what does better actually mean? Right. You know, like at what point do you go, my work is good enough that I can charge luxury prices. Like that's, that's not an, a practical number. It's not, there's no actual benchmark there. Right. Um, and I just, I really felt stuck because I was doing the best I knew how to do at the time. Right. You can't move beyond the best that you know how to do right now. And so what I decided to do was I decided to invest in some programs that um, specifically taught me about business and about sales. And sales was something I was really concerned about. I really didn't want to be like a slimy salesman. Um, I didn't want to feel like a used car salesman and uh, who can relate to that, right? Like nobody wants to feel like a used car salesman. And that is the biggest objection that I hear uh, when I'm talking to photographers. That's a huge worry for a lot of people. It's like, well, I don't want to feel like a salesman. So I am just not going to sell. I'm not going to get on sales calls. I just sort of send my rates and hope for the best, right? You know, there's this big kind of fear around selling. And so I decided like, Maybe I just, maybe I'm just not understanding. And so I invested in a program that was about, uh, specifically about sales. I invested in programs about marketing. I invested in programs about mindset and about business. Um, and program after program, the consistent thing is mindset. That's in every good program that I took. Um, and there were a lot of really big aha moments for me about my mindset once I started investing in these programs. So some of the things that I learned <clears throat> and, you know, maybe you can relate with some of these things. Um, you know, I grew up in a very like middle class, middle, middle class 
uh, home. My dad worked for Boeing. Um, my mom always had some sort of creative side project going on. Um, but we lived in a very like stable middle-class home. And <coughs> so I remember when I was little growing up and there were times when we didn't really have money, but, um, you know, we always had enough, you know, we, we weren't poor, but we also weren't affluent. Like we didn't go on vacations. I'm the oldest of five kids. We didn't go out to eat very much. We, you know, when you have five kids, it adds up, <laughs> like <laughs> take, take what you want to do and times it by five and that's, <laughs> or seven actually, times it by, by six or seven. And you know, that's, that's how much it costs. Um, so you know, there were just a lot of things we didn't do because we were a large family on a middle-class income. Um, and, you know, the things that my parents valued were property. They really liked fixing things up and having gardens and stuff like that, which is all great. But what I came to realize is that here I am in this entrepreneurial journey and my, my upbringing's mindset about money, you know, the middle-class mindset about money doesn't serve entrepreneurs very well. A book or two that I read that really helped change my mindset about that was uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Cashflow Quadrant. Those are two books I highly recommend you read uh, if you haven't already. It just, it talks about the difference between the social classes and how they think about money and how they use their money. And that's something that is very, um, it's very eye-opening, you know, because a lot of times since we only have our own individual experience, we don't really realize that other people have a different life or different ways of thinking about money. Just realizing that the way that I thought about money and the way that I thought about wealth and uh, the way that I thought about success wasn't how everybody viewed it. Um, everybody has a different viewpoint and that's, that's a really important um, distinction to make in your business that what you think is expensive and what you value is not necessarily the same as what other people think is expensive or what other people value. Let that, let that sink in. You know, if you're, if you're really struggling with raising your rates because you don't think you're worth it, you know, that's, that's a big part of it is how were you raised to think about money? What were, what were your parents' mindset about money? What did they think about money? What did they think about success? What are some of the negative things that your parents believed about money? You know, some common things are like, if you have a lot of money, you're a bad person, or if you have a lot of money, that means you're greedy, or if, you, um, if you're successful, that means that you've had to, you know, climb, climb over people. You've had to treat people badly in your life to, to be successful. These are all like background thoughts that um, I had never really thought about. Um, you know, and a lot of people have really limited mindsets about selling. You know, they believe that in order to sell, you have to be a used car salesman in order to um, in order to be a successful business owner, you have to do things you really hate doing. You have to compromise your values. Um, you know, those are all mindsets that you can adjust and change. And there's a lot of 
um, there's a lot of value in just kind of pulling up what you believe about money and what you believe about success and looking at it and going, hey, that's not actually true. Like, maybe you didn't even know you thought that. Uh, now that someone points out that they're that there's a different way to think about it, you're like, oh, well, that's not really true. You know, just like a lot of fears in life, when you actually look at what the fear is, it's it's not as big as it seemed in your feelings and in your head. Um, and so one of my mentors, one of the things that she says to herself when she's dealing with a limited belief or wanting to change a negative mindset is, feelings are not facts. How I feel about it doesn't mean that that's how it actually is. And that's something that really changed my life. It's, it's something that was very simple, but once I started um, really looking at the things that I believed that um, in order to be a good salesperson, I had to be slimy and like a used car salesman or my market is too small to charge what I want to charge. Um, or I will have to work really, really hard to make the amount of money that I want to make. Um, I can't be a good mom and be a good business person at the same time. Um, <clears throat> you know, those are all um, ideas about money and ideas about success and ideas about my life, um, barriers that I believed existed, and none of them are true. And so what happened is as I started addressing those beliefs and as I started telling myself the truth and allowing myself to believe that I can be a good mom and be a successful business person at the same time, I, I, there are people in every market that are willing to pay whatever you want to charge. There, there are people who are looking for what I'm an expert in um, even though I don't have years and years and years of experience. I can be an expert without years and years and years of experience. Um, I just have to find what I'm uniquely really, really good at. Um, and so just reframing all of those thoughts allowed my business to skyrocket very quickly because it opened up the way for me to actually figure out my market, to learn more about my niche, to be, um, to charge what I wanted to charge and to build systems and processes behind what it is that I uniquely do. And within a year, year and a half, I had a luxury business working with clients who were paying me thousands of dollars to do their makeup and, um, you know, doing luxury weddings in a really small market. And, you know, I, yes, I did the work of, figuring out those systems and processes and becoming the best artist that I knew how to be. Yes, I did that, but I did it without all of the baggage of believing that I had to do it first. And, and that's, that's a really important mindset. Hey there, Spidey girl. Thanks for bearing with me guys. We have a, we have a little visitor today. She's been really in mommy mode. <laughs> uh, like the truth about selling, um, a lot of that is really about the mindset of the person who is selling you, you know, like if, if they're actually interested in your success mm. and they're actually in it to benefit you, um, 
it will feel really different even if they use the same words, even if they have the same program, even if they have the same product, even if, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's the mindset and the attitude of the person you're talking with. And so the same goes for you as a photographer. Like, do you actually have your client's best interest at heart? Do you actually believe that you're the best person for them? Um, and if you don't actually believe that, are you willing to say no? You know, that's, that's a big one. A lot of people are so desperate for the clients, for the sale, that they're not willing to say no. Um, and that all has to do with their mindset. Well, I was telling you about my makeup business, you know, how that changed in, you know, in a short amount of time. But really, when it came to my photography business, my photography business is not that old, guys. Um, but because I've already worked in luxury weddings, because I've already made that transition, my mindset coming into my photography business was, this is a luxury business from the beginning, and I'm going to do what I need to do to work with luxury clients. I built a very solid business in a very short amount of time, even during the pandemic, because my mindset was in the right place. And, you know, there's always growth in my mindset. Like I'm doing a lot of mindset work right now as I'm building, you know, a coaching business and becoming a business coach. You know, I'm always working on my mindset, but um, I know that because I didn't come into my photography business with this thought that, you know, it's going to take a long time. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't be an expert. And and you know just kind of telling myself all these negative things because i didn't do that it meant success came really fast because i could actually focus on what i needed to do I, i've experienced before where my mindset has been well i must just be in the wrong business and that's why i'm not making what i want to make you know if, if only i was in a different industry then i could make what i but I love what I do, right? <laughs> yes, a limiting mindset that others can succeed, but we can't or won't. That's something that um, I actually have. I have a list of things that I say out loud every morning. Um, and I'm a Christian, so I, I say them a little bit more as a prayer or as like a, like a bouncing off point into a prayer. But one of them has to do with that, that I can see success that other people are having and be grateful that I know that I will be successful too. And because it has a lot to do with jealousy and, and just thinking that you're not worthy of success. And that's a huge limiting belief um, that should be reframed and, and really addressed and talk about what the truth is. Like, what what is the jealousy that you need to get rid of there or, or what is the the lack that you're that you're sitting in that you can reframe to be grateful for thank you lord that you know uh, they're successful and so they're showing me that it's possible for me to be successful too my abundance comes from you you know that that's something that i i say to myself and to the lord to realign my mindset with the truth um, instead of living in the lack mentality of the same state. So that's, that's something that really made a lot of sense to me as I was working on my mindset is I don't like you can be in the same situation. The facts can all be the same 
and you thinking about it differently dramatically changes your response to the situation. So you can choose to be in a lack negative mindset about the situation that you're in, or you can choose to be to have an abundance and gratitude mindset for what you're in. And it, no matter the situation, there are always those choices in front of you. And so our job is to recognize the mindset, accept the situation that we're in, and reframe how we actually should be thinking. I would just I would love to kind of close out a little bit with what about you? As I'm talking about my mindset today and just kind of my story, um, what what things are coming up for you? What things are you realizing like, oh, like maybe I need to look deeper into that of why why do I think that? Why do I feel like I can't be successful? Why do I feel like money is a bad thing? Why why do I feel like money is a hard thing? Why do I feel like my business is going to be a struggle? What are some other mindsets that you have come up against in your life that you've either overcome already, awesome, kudos to you, or you are excited to reframe and overcome? There's a lot of power in actually writing down and saying out loud things that we believe that we know aren't true or that we know need to change because we can't change it if we're not looking at it. Avoiding it is going to leave you in a really stuck place. This, this is a really exciting topic to me and it's something that I am going to be working on um, really fleshing out and diving deeper into in my paid program to really help people overcome their limiting beliefs and talk about money in an abundance way. Um, something that I say that I believe about money is that money isn't a grabbing thing. Money isn't a isn't something that you grab and hold. If you think about money and wealth as flowing through you and you know a, a big part of my core beliefs is like I love to give, I love to sow, um, a lot of people call that donating, <laughs> you know, what, whatever, whatever that means to you. You know, I don't want money to be a stagnant collecting thing. You know, it's like a stagnant pool that water flows into and never leaves. That's not what I want at all. What I want is for money to flow through me so that it blesses others. You know, money has the power to do a lot of big things. It has the power to impact things and um, something that, I heard the other day that really rang true to me is that money just amplifies who you are. And so if you're working on who you are and you're addressing who you are and becoming a better person, money just amplifies that. So if you're a giver, if you're a sower, if you're somebody who loves to help other people and give, then money just amplifies that. Money itself doesn't make you bad. Realizing that other people 
have their own thoughts and feelings. And if you can just be the person who helps them come out of their shell, who makes them feel comfortable, that is one of the biggest blessings you can give somebody else. Um, just realizing that when you feel like you just want to be loved and accepted, the answer to feeling that is loving and accepting others and making them feel welcome and comfortable. Instead of waiting to be welcomed, be the welcomer. Um, <clears throat> that's, that's a really big mindset shift that also changed a lot of how I network, um, which went on to bring in really awesome referral business. That one idea um, just makes you such a better friend and such a better networker. Just realizing that you don't need to wait to be welcomed. You can be the one who can welcome and make somebody else feel comfortable. Um, you know, don't be the wallflower. Be the one who brings the wallflowers into the circle of friends. Um, and just changing that little piece um, really unlocked, you know, I, I never dealt with social anxiety again after that. Um, being able to find common ground with other people and just be willing to be the first one to have the conversation, to open up, to be interested and be welcoming, no matter the situation. It, it gets me a lot of referral business, you guys. So this is this is what I mean by these are small but mighty, very like mindset stuff, but it's also very practical. These are the things that make me a lot of money, guys. Podcast listeners, thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd like to invite you to join my free Facebook community, Easy Ideal Client Mastery for Wedding Pros, where we have a warm, supportive community of wedding professionals just like you who are taking their business to the next level. We'd love to see you there. Thanks again for being here. Can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. Bye, everybody.